Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show, Tobon Wino and Charlie. How are you? Good. Welcome, welcome. You've been pretty busy. I want to talk about the documentary. Uh, it's pretty yeah. awesome. And then we'll talk about it a little bit and then we'll direct people to where they can go. We'll put the link underneath. And um, I want people to check it out. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it was fun to make. How long were you making it for? Like, what was the, the starting so, thing? We started filming, I think, in either 2019 or 2020, maybe 2020. Um, we were road tripping down to Austin, Texas, to Jackson's Choppers uh, mm -hmm. first to drop off Wino's bike in pieces because it had been taken apart to get painted. So that was trip number one when I first started filming just us. And then we made subsequent trips there uh, to pick it up. And also I started going on tour with the Obsessed. So I'm like, all right, I better just start rolling now. We had the idea, or I had the idea of doing the documentary. We were already dating. It would have been nice to, you know, be able to get together a crew, but with the circumstances of not really being able to bring more people on tour and on those road trips and also just, you know, financial stuff, I decided to just start rolling as we did all these trips and then what took longer because it was over the course of like you know three to four years was really the post-production the right. editing going through hours and hours and hours of not only the footage i took but all the archival footage because there's such a wealth of great footage throughout his oh, yeah. career that was my my first thing so i'm like i didn't know how you went through because i remember when we i first started interviewing and talking to you guys like i don't know right during the beginning of covid like on the time and you guys were in the process of making this. So it was kind of exciting and, and the trips were going on. There's so much footage. Did you have an outline? Like, where'd you even go with all that? Cause there's so many facts in, in, in nooks and crannies and in, in Wino's career that, that like, I, I learned stuff, you know, it was, it was so great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, people might say why Texas in the first place, but bottom line, you have to also understand that personally i i love texas i mean yeah. i know it's got its pros and cons i'm sure as anything does but when i was growing up you know basically as a little boy um i had a year and a half in temple texas i did a spring of the, actually i don't think i did a winter i think i did a spring and a summer there when i was young and uh i just remember it as being the most beautiful place ever and even though i was experiencing i was uh actually i was six because i you know I, even though I've experienced a lot of beautiful natural stuff, I also was, that's been my first exposure to hardcore prejudice, et cetera, et cetera. So it has a special place in my heart. And that's like, so when my buddy Matt agreed to help me with my motorcycle, you know, not only was he a great guy to help me do it, but it was mm -hmm. also a good job in Texas, you know? And that kind of made, that made a cool B, B line or B plot, but what gave the story structure initially, cause I didn't really know how it would end up being structured. But then the idea came to do it basically as like bookmarks by band. Yeah. And that that made it a lot easier to structure. Cause then I was like, okay, I wanna just like, you know, try to get the essence of each of these bands. And then of course the obsessed had to have two chapters. Yeah, and we had some advice. I mean, you know, we had a couple, a couple people that were, you know, that I was talking to Tom, Tim Buckenroth and people like that, that, you know, had really pushing me to do, uh, you know, to do stuff like, you know, the book, the doc, you know, a box set or whatever. And then we sort of had the epiphany that, wait a minute, on the way to Texas, we could technically stop in and interview so many music people because, you know, you had Bobby right in Maryland. Yeah. You know, you had Dixie and, uh, uh, and Shep in North Carolina. You had Bauer uh, in Louisiana. You know, you had 
Brittany and Henry both in Texas, as well as Matt, you know, Matt Jackson. So it's like, you know, it, it seemed like a great up. It seemed like a really good, it just seemed very doable. Yeah. yeah. And I'm proud of, I'm proud of Charlie, man. I think she did an amazing job. I mean, for me personally, I mean, it's kind of like, oh, shucks, you know, obviously I can't sit there and interview and feel, you know, uh, good about interviewing people about my own self, you know what I mean? But it was really cool to watch. I mean, I was there for all of it, you know. Well, well it's modesty. You could have modesty and still appreciate it and could feel good that while you're alive to hear people yeah. say things about you and how they care about you. Well, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> well, I agree. And people have said, you know, there's been a couple of people who have, you know, whether it's accurate or not, have said, you know, okay, A, it's just hero worship, or B, that there could have been more humility on my part, but Really, what she's trying to showcase is my yeah. career, not necessarily yeah. my personal thing. I mean, we got a couple punches in as far as philosophy goes and stuff, you know. And it's other people talking about you. It's not like you are saying those things. Right. And right, in right. my opinion, I don't know. So I, I like music documentaries a lot. I do. Um, but one of my favorite ones ever is, of course, the Lemmy documentary. Mm-hmm. And I think, in my opinion, it's like in that film there was no need for someone to be like ah oh, this is the shitty thing about Lemmy. it was like no let me fucking rocks and we love him right. and so that's kind of the take i yeah. i had with this one as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. had a good point when he said you know it's always great to have your significant other do a documentary about you <laughs> i thought it was honest though we go into the yeah, drug stuff honest. i didn't stop rolling at any point i showed it exactly as it was and the evolution that happened naturally you know so well, but yeah, but I, 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 what I saw is how I feel, you guys. Like the first time I met you guys in person. I mean, it's this is everything encapsulated what I thought. You know, you are. I think you, it's out there. You had the bands in there. I can tell you, I love the fact that you had like you with your art and the different things, and and that's kind of shows the real you. It wasn't like all these perfect shots. It's you with like you know, two different glasses on. You're eating marshmallows. Right. It's you in real life. That's what documentary is. That's yeah. you can want to taste it and feel it in and. And I, I love the fact that your kids were in it playing guitar with you. And I don't know how you get your kids to play guitar with you because I can't get mine to play with me. So bless your heart <laughs> on that one. <laughs> see them as often as I'd like to, but they're all really talented. I mean, that was a beautiful scene. You know, I love that scene. That was Charlie's like idea Christmas to put that Day. in there. You know, that was amazing. Yeah, I feel, really, I feel good about that. I mean, I I feel like uh, I'm proud of proud proud of you. Yeah, I mean, your kids <laughs> are so cute and so talented. It's like they rock and man they're all like on their own paths now kicking so much ass yeah yeah that, that was a pleasant little uh turn in the dock i was expecting and you being at home you know, you know at your home where you grew up and stuff so it's, it's kind of those are great parts and touching upon all the bands as you said before because there's a lot oh yeah and i couldn't even include all of them you know if i if I would have gone extended cut, you know, then there also would have been I like think there a- might be another deck, uh, a documentary or, or an origin story, you know. Yeah, there's just there's it's kind of amazing, you know, to me that he's created this much fucking awesome music. You know, I very much respect that completely aside from our own personal relationship. That was the first thing I fell in love with was the music, so it means a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's I love all the music too, so I mean, it's it's obviously he's agreed upon here, but. Yeah, I, I don't know how you didn't just do like say like we're gonna do two parts, we're gonna do like a longer. I mean, because you could have gone on and doubled that easy. Oh with, yeah, with, a lot of footage had to get cut, you know, and it was sometimes hard to make those calls. But I I like the format of a feature film, you know, that like hour and a half, mm-hmm. a little bit plus. I think that it's a nice way to just kind of t- tie things in a bow, see what came full circle, what didn't, you know, have that story arc. 
I think it's a useful format, you know? So yeah, there's like, like some, a few people were like, oh, you could just do a show. But it's like, no, I don't want to like just follow them around cameras forever. I want to go back to just living, you know, not yeah. just being like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You, you know, it's also nice. It was also nice since it was in-house to have a little bit of, or to have all the control, I should say, over the artistic, you know, outlet and also, you know, content. Because as you know, we got to be careful with some stuff that you said, but I mean, I feel like that we didn't pull any punches. Uh, you know, I feel like, the, you know, I feel like it was, I mean, you know, I, it was nice for me to have a say. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know about that part. You know, I didn't have to say that very often. but And most of the times you were just doing your thing and I'd be in here editing right. for hours for weeks. Occasionally months, I would be but... occasionally like, you know, the, the personal relationship thing would come in where i'd be like no yeah there's one scene in the morning when he first woke up that i uh, felt in bed he's like what the fuck that i had to draw the line i think that uh philosophically i think that what we were taught well well i wasn't really talking i was more just like uh, but you know whatever hey, yeah. hey. I had to it. It. Well, but it's, I think what's really great about it, and I like that you, were, you had a cutoff point on it, is because it wasn't a, a camera crew, and it wasn't, I had some time to think about this since I watched it, it it's kind of intimate in a way, like you feel like you're there because you're so relaxed with her, you're not feeling like you're, you got anything around you, so yeah. it's very much real. If you had done that other stuff and had a crew and everything else, and like started to like a show, like really put into it, it would become like the Osbournes because you would have felt like you were staged. You would have felt like you weren't staged. You've been performing your whole life. You can't go to that mode. And it would it's have a been different vibe. I think you would be forced. It would be forced to be a little contrived, you know. Yeah. And this format was was, was the real most real thing, you know. Hell yeah. So, so, so you know, the, the 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 platform is on. I never heard of that before. What? How did that come about? Uh, so, we love that. I love that platform because it's easy to use. And the the way that I got to it was at first I was looking at a, a Vimeo mm -hmm. and like because they have Vimeo on demand. But man, yeah. they had. OK, first of all, we did a test uh, distribution by releasing the Adventures of Wolfman, Wolfman versus Big Ugly that we had <laughs> Pop motion so that was our test run of how do we self-distribute something yeah and i tried to set it up on vimeo i had my release date i'd already like promoted it and that day vimeo hate to say it they had so many errors going on and so many like malfunctions that it was like i was hitting wall after wall after wall and then the day came where i was supposed to release it i hadn't heard back from customer service and their freaking platform i read their rules and they they basically censored content there i was like these are not our people so what? i remember yeah it was yeah. like kind of lame and then i remembered a friend of mine annalise had uh put out a few things on gum road so i started reading about them i put the file in it was bam bam everything went smooth so i'm like okay i'm gonna use these guys it's just like a sign so we went with them and it's been cool i mean i think that it was yeah. you know a good way to do it diy and it, it was so intimate i think and because i wanted more oh, you know good. and Ooh. i think it was a good cutoff point i do have to say as somebody who does my own editing and work on projects i'm always thinking of different music projects and that's why i want to do more with you is i always like to go deeper and have the, the you know like the represent what you think the fan would want you know what i mean because the fan you can't have every fan there but if i but if i could do the vessel and kind of add something you know not you know fake 
So that part of me wants more. I would hope you're going to do more stuff down the road, though, like either like a, a um, concert, like edit, you know what I mean? Like take road footage and put a concert together or something. I'd love to see you do more work because you did such a good job. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, we're always we're like we've been, um, you know, creating content basically like in a few different ways pretty constantly for the past three years. And whenever I'm on tour with them, aside from doing merch, we're always setting up cameras. So there's all kinds of cool stuff to play with in the editing room. And we also have, you know, we well, have her background, fun things. You know, her background is, is, is a screenwriter. She's got a couple of movies already on that she's actually written herself. That you Very can, cool. She can give you, actually they're, they're really interesting to watch. But uh, so, you know, a movie, uh, It'd be fun to do a narrative. A narrative. Yeah. She, she yeah. told me that I never knew that a real movie was called a narrative. A narrative Some could be stuff. could be in the works. You know, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah? yeah, I would love that. I would love that. I think I think you have a a good eye, and I think the cuts were good. I would just go for video, music, and recording. So half my life been editing and half for music. And yeah. uh, so I loved it. The, the pace was good. Like it didn't get good. I like that you you didn't just rely on just your own footage. So it wasn't ego based. You took like clips off of like you off YouTube. Like you put the best package. You sac. You didn't sacrifice anything for the sake of ego. You wanted the best product. And there's like such amazing stuff through the years. You know, before I was born, some of it was taken, and it's like great shit. Um, yeah, and at the end, you know, it's like watching it. I take anyone's feedback the whole way through, but my like green light forward was when i showed it to him in full the first time and then you had tears in your eyes at the end i'm like all right then that means <laughs> that means it's good oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the goal i mean when we did okay it debuted at this weird little place in maryland it was like that was like a wash but it debuted debuted uh in woodstock at this old theater from the day on tinker street in downtown woodstock famous you know for the film and um we debuted it there and uh just, I mean, she, you know, we, we, we had to leave that night right after the movie because we had to go pick up my mom and do this like rush thing that we had to do. We had to drive across country, across the United States. We were yeah, all back, but, <laughs> but we were all excited. You know, we did the, we get to the tinker, all these people showed up, but, but she was asked to just say a little bit before the movie because we had to leave. Man, just a paragraph. She said, I was crying before the movie even started. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, That's awesome. It was cool. One of her friends had the presence of mind to record what she said, which I think was oh, amazing. Good. And so we, we had that. So, you know, it was an amazing idea. I mean, I, I was blown away. Yeah, I guess bottom line, it's like, you know, the music really fucking matters. Uh, honesty matters. Heart, passion. These these are the things that make up our life and, you know, the culture that I think we share as rockers, you know? Yeah. You know, I was me, super nervous for that debut because it's like, it's all about me. It's all it about me. You, all these people you. came like, all the people from her work and, you know, some people that we would not expect to come. And, you know, there's some, you know, it's, I'm not, you know, I, sometimes I ride the middle line and sometimes I don't, you know, so it's like, we didn't really know what people were going to, we didn't know what to expect, but it turned out people. I mean, why don't you, why don't you know you still love you? You guys you know think you're you. I've been about you. That's groovy, you know, and then we hauled ass, you know? Yeah. And, <laughs> I did notice, so I like how you put it in there, the, 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 um, the COVID thing. I like that you put that in there and you had the date on it because it kind of oh, backs up some of the grief you, you've had, you had gotten previous, actually with one of our, our shows we did. I like the fact that you put that in there, but you didn't overbeat it. It's in there, but you didn't have to oversay it. 
We didn't know it was. We didn't know it was going to be callback. I didn't know it was going to be callback. No, but it, that fact that they made it a documentary. I know what you're saying, and I'm glad we did too. Yeah, but dude, we put a date on that intentionally. Yeah, it was 2012. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, that's definitely also a through line through it is uh, you know, Wino's views on the government because that's yeah. a part of who he is. You know, how could it not be? Um, but I thought when I found that clip, that one from 2012, I was like, whoa, <laughs> like this has to go yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I mean, that's, that's the kind of that, that's stuck in a lot of people's heads. I mean, I had we had people, you know, from you know, a whole different walks of life that were coming out of that, and that's cool. And that's the genius of the director, yeah. or the filmmaker. I mean, well, I think the point is it's about we're in this together. We're, you know, being divided is not the answer. Right. We're in it together because there's something bigger that we all stand for, and that's I, like I agree. I agree. Life and love and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but the fact you put it in there and it wasn't done too much, and I like the fact now there's a lot of like um left and right people in the country and fighting whatever, and we always talk about always room for everybody, and we just it's always a discussion, and that's what I felt in this this, this documentary was because while he has. In the same breath, he's like, this makes me crazy and I can't stand this, but man, I love this country. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's very cohesive. It's like, it's how I feel, but that doesn't mean I don't love my country, you know, which is and super I, important. You don't feel like you hear those two things together. Yeah. yeah. And I think the true nature of most people is there's like things that seemingly would be contradictions, but we balance them out, you know, whether it's like day to day, one feels more than the other, or they can just coexist no yeah. matter what. Because no matter how you slice it, like we always say, both of us, it's no matter how you slice it, everything that we try to do is predicated by love. I mean, we don't wake up in the morning going, who can we fucking rip off today? You know, we don't wake up in the morning and go, how much more can I charge for this painting than I did yesterday? We're not like, you know, that's not what we're about. And like, we're different than a lot of people, obviously. But at the same time, it's man, you know, that's what it's all about. And like, I know that sounds hippy dippy and all that shit, but that's really what it's all about, you know? I mean, just, well, just being real. I mean, not everyone's going to accept that and understand it because if you're living in this world with the corporate world and cubicles and credit cards and this yeah. and that and things you don't need, they're not going to understand just doing things from the heart. It does right. feel weird. Right. You know what I mean? You're in your cubicle and your fucking boss brings you a flower and sits down in front of you or buys you lunch or something like that. That's love. You know, you know what I mean? It's like it, it, it exists. It exists and, and we appreciate it. That's all. No, I, I think it shows. I think that's why your fans are so good. And I think the interviews are good because they don't feel staged. The people aren't nervous, but they're not shining you on either. Yeah, It feels very authentic. And I think that's important because I don't know how many interviews you did because sometimes people just don't interview. I've done interviews where people are just, they're awful. <laughs> yeah. We had a, we know, had a bit of... <laughs> to be honest with you, this but... is this is the first like serious, this is the first time anybody asked to interview us both together. That's really why? fucking cool. That's a cool in my mind. Nobody has asked that, you know, nobody's asked if like, you know, just interview here yet. I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm the subject. I get it. But so the, I, that's very cool of you, you know, very well, cool. I, wouldn't. I mean, if you did one, it was a musical one. It wasn't about, it was about why it would just be you and I. Obviously, yeah. you are the subject, you know. Yeah. Any right. cute. Right. Just the fact that oh, your initials and your emails almost the exact same as mine. It's S patches and mine's S ratchets. It's like almost the exact same. Oh, yeah. So no. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close. I think, but I mean, like with the interviews, and I think it, you did a good job. And I, obviously, I, if there's more stuff you've out there, I want to. I'd love to see more of your stuff too, because I really did enjoy it. Um, and, and I think you should do more. I think 
the best part about you guys is how creative it is, like with your painting, this, the music, how you're putting it out there. I mean, your work is, you guys are great, you know, it's really fantastic. Is it, do you feel like you're keeping up with your artwork though too, as much as everything else? Or do you feel like you're just kind of doing what you want as you go? Actually, That's the all art. we do, man. That's all we do. I mean, everything is art. I mean, aside from like, you know, uh, well, uh, I officially retired, believe it or not. I was able to actually, I got a notice in the mail saying, they're old enough to retire. And I was like, well, let's see what you need. Well, here's what I'm going to say. So I get the paper and I'll say, well, this is weird. I said, the government says I can retire and they're going to pay me. I said, well, how much are they going to pay me? Let me tell you. I didn't pay much into the system over the years, but it's way below poverty level. So <laughs> my philosophy is, like I'm laughing back, my philosophy is, if they're fucking dumb enough to give it to me, I'm going to take it, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and um, so, so nothing changed in our lives. I just think it's funny because now I have a little bit of extra money to do more art. And that's cool. actually, speaking of the artwork, that's what we did all morning was framed up artwork because Wino's going to have an art show in yeah. Philadelphia. I'm going to have one of my first, I'm going to have an art show in Philadelphia. So, and like your art is on your website and then you have it there. How are you keeping up? Because I noticed you're like, you're, like by the time I look at your art, it's almost already been sold. And this is for both of you actually. How, and then as I'm saying for like fans that want to do this and keep up with it, because it feels like once it's out there, it's fast. You know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah, it, it is. But usually, usually what we've done, if you, you know, if you follow the, uh, uh, follow the, uh, my Instagram channel or, or the obsessed thing, it's like, we, we get a bunch of new art together and then we make a, make a, a, a video for it using, you know, using some, some of my music, you know, and man, we made quite a few, you know, I think when I look back at them now, I'm blown away. I think they're fantastic. I mean, so different how you present the art you know is important but usually when that happens we make that splash takes about a couple little while i mean people people have been buying art steadily we just saw a painting the other day i did in, to some guy in finland finland mailed it out today it's amazing it's like it's actually it's, it's mind-blowing awesome it's mind-blowing mind i know i had a built-in draw for that but i mean it's mind-blowing i mean really and yeah. believe me i know I know the things I do that I consider to be the most twisted. So I know who's buying them. Yeah, my most twisted friend is Ryan. I mean, he's bought yeah, Ryan O'Donnell. He's bought the most pornographic. Well, not pornographic, but he bought the the weirdest shit I've ever fucking reptilian overlord. I mean, he's he's bought the weirdest shit. Like, if I have the balls to put it up there, man, he buys it. I swear. But one one of the funnest things of what we do, like doing all the art and new term stuff is writing the descriptions of each of the paintings because yeah. he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> they, they are good, but they go yeah. fast though. That's what I'm saying. Like if say you're not on Instagram, because also a lot of us are not also social media people at the same time. Which is I, you know, like I I, I am I, I, I'm not. I just got a drawing today that I did yet from yesteryear that I'm gonna fucking give you because it's a okay. monkey. It's a monkey. I just found I just had Oh did you I would love that. That would be an it's honor. I will put it up behind me. Awesome. It's a little drug oriented from but it's from way back when, but it's I think it's like a monkey with a crack pipe or some shit, but it's funny oh, now. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I, you'll see it. It'll become a part of my set. I would love that. That'd be, okay, be an cool. honor. That would be an honor. Yeah. So, it, I'd love that. I, I think, but I'm saying like so, but for other people, like because if I'm always on social media and I post like for my show and keep to maintain, but it's hard. So like once it's up for you guys, they have to be on Instagram. 
if they're looking for your art, you know what I mean? Because it goes fast. People want it. It goes fast. There'll be a first wave and then there'll be like a little bit of time and then usually like a second wave. But yeah, we try to, you know, we try to price it fairly. I mean, it's like a lot of these do take a lot of time, but we try to make it like approachable. Like we're not trying to, you know, make it, it out of reach. You know, it, it, no, a friend of mine who sadly is my exact age, we went to like uh, uh, elementary school together. He, uh, you know, he, he invested in Doom. I mean, not in Doom. <laughs> he invested in Zoom yeah. during, during the whole, you know what thing, yep. and what made enough money where he retired. And he, unfortunately, he passed recently, which is really sad. But he bought a whole bunch of my stuff, and he told me at the time, he goes, "Man, your shit is so cheap." Because I want, I was going to buy it all, except that I wanted to leave some, some for other people, you know, which is <laughs> cool. But I mean, we try, man. It's like we're a people's unit here. I mean, it's just like. Come on. I mean, we're not, like I said, gouging and all that shit. I mean, like, I get, like, whatever the price, whatever the market will bear. Like, I get that concept. Like, if, for example, if I go to the art show and everybody has their shit priced a little bit higher than mine and I underpriced, I might not even be allowed to. Who knows? I mean, that's kind of frowned on. You know, you keep the. Well, you and keep it looks like you're not, you're not selling yourself at the right price. It kind of puts yourself down like you're trying to just get in. I think you should price it fairly because. I have, and this is my my opinion. Art. I have a lot of artists, actually artists that do art shows. In my family, I think your prices are quite low too, especially for quite the quality low. of work. You know, I, I think it's it's, it's more that. than a bargain. I mean, I didn't think you guys could go higher, and it's not you guys being a jerk. I just think the quality of work it almost makes people feel like, oh, it's just because he's it's Wino, Charlene, and they're doing pictures that we like. It's like you know what I'm saying, but it's beyond <laughs> that. Like they don't need to know who you guys are. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like when the major label people see loading your own gear. They're like, well, yeah, they were great, but look at them, we're loading their own gear. You know, you know, you know I know exactly. exactly. It's or when or you're going, you get a big show, but you're going to somewhere else. You need to hit a small town, you do a small show after yeah. you said a big show because you need gas money. Right. Your uh, market value goes out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all yeah. that. Well, well, I, appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. We, we don't try to, I don't try to sell myself short. We don't. But uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll take you in consideration. One thing I will tell you is shipping international is a oh. yeah, and you know what sucks even more than that is often now the people who are picking them up in the foreign country have to pay so many tax, so much in taxes to, to pick it up it. that it's just on top of it. Yeah, in some places, what they you, told us about in some countries, and I love all these countries, but some countries, once it leaves the U.S., I mean, it's a farm craft sheet whether it's going to get there. Really, but, I mean, so far, so good. We've only out of our I don't even know how many hundreds, maybe getting close to a thousand now, things we've mailed out. We've only had one ever come back to us. Right. So knock on wood. It's it's been good so it's far. Sitting down there right now. We have yeah. to we gotta try to decide. For our homie in Germany. You know, we gotta decide whether we'll carry it out there. Bustle it over physically next time we tour or what? I don't know. Yeah. Whenever possible, we like to handle it. We got some, there was something <laughs> happening on that one there. We, we, I mean, man, they, the forms you have you might probably know this, but the forms you have to fill out. To, like for countries like Germany and stuff now, I mean, it's unreal. They've always had an iron fist on what's coming, going in and out of that country for sure. Though, I mean, everything gets flown in a couple of places. They get it get looked looked over hard. If something's wrong with the label, they're like next. Well, the funny thing was, I think what they said was there wasn't enough detailed description of the painting. But I'm like, okay, so what do you want me to say? So it's Bigfoot in outer space <laughs> on paper, you know, like with. That's crazy for a picture. Yeah. It's not like it's an item or electronics or something that you know you don't know what it is. No, you got to. Yeah, they want to. They want to know content. If you have a video 
They want to know what's in it. I mean, no kidding. No kidding. I mean, it's getting worse, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's the world's changing. I think traveling in Europe is worse. I mean, I talk about this a lot. So fans know, like, if an artist doesn't go there, you know, if you guys don't make a spot, not because you don't want to, it's cost prohibitive because you don't want to end up in the red. Right. You, you yeah. guys who tour everywhere, but you can't not make money. You can't spend money you don't have. You know, and you know, and yeah, th that's a really th that's a very very good point. And also, there's also you know, uh, we're, we're getting ready to make some overtures for, to a USA booking agent now. And it's like, you know, one thing I've learned in the past is you know, people that work for you, your booking agent, like that, should not make more money than the artist. You know, no. But I mean, you see that you can. That's easy to happen. I mean, you know, I mean, like, look, let's. I'm under no delusions. I mean. We are the obsessed is still on a steady climb. I mean, we we cannot we can't fill five thousand seaters, you know what I mean? But 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 what we do, we do, and we have dedicated fans. And I, like I'm not giving up. I mean, bottom line is we keep all we're gonna do is keep keep getting it better every day. Yeah? Well, here here's the thing with with the with the new business models, and and I I talked to hundreds and hundreds of artists, and and actually Zappa actually he has a business model, and Tweezel he come up with if you have a hundred people are saying a thousand fans and those are always focused supporting you you're going to get more from them than you are by 10 times that amount by just kind of shooting like buckshot out there of just yeah. trying to get other people because of your music and this and that you want you know what i mean as long as you support your core fans you're okay. already you're already winning right yeah, right and i agree and, then, and, and i think that's what you guys that's your that is your business model that you've always right. had it is it is and that's why we had the platform to sell art because we already had the core music fans yeah. So when everything shut down, you know, we were able to stay afloat. And that, and man, that's that, you know, that's much appreciated. I mean, we love love, you know, love the fans, man. I mean, the salt of the earth, really. Yeah, I get to meet the coolest people every night at that merch table. It's awesome. I bet. I mean, it's 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 a good I mean, and nowadays music there's very few people that actually make it like big, like make it, you know what I mean? It's all the Instagram and those guys can't put a fill a club. You guys, you can go so many places and, and still do clubs and people don't know you know you don't have this huge instagram account where you're like you know what i mean it's yeah. real and that's the difference the real thing. Of, yeah you know especially since the record company thing has changed it's like you know in the old days the way it worked was i mean if you had a song that the record company could market and they would shove down people's throats and then you would be they would give you a shitload of money yeah. you know the money you would make you probably make more on your advance that they give you than you would actually. Although if you sell a couple million copies, whatever, you're gonna make money. But you still made cents on the dollar. But you, but you have the potential to have make money because of the radio. Yeah. Because of the radio. Because of the radio. So now you have internet radio shows like you, and and cool underground shows, and that's sort of that's taken the place of commercial radio, and that has allowed the artist to make more money. You know, I mean because. You know, our current deal with, with, with my label, Ripple, is a fantastic deal. I mean, you know, he's, there's even a clause at the very end, you know, the lovey-dovey clause. Like, you know what I mean? Basically, <laughs> we get, I get, you know, we get product to sell on the road, which is of enormous value, especially with vinyl. I mean, if you're a touring yeah. band and, you know, you get, you know, you get a third or half of the pressing, I mean, that's a shitload of money. And, and, and 
and vinyl's growing, you know, more vinyl has been sold this past year than like CDs or other other things. It's like 61% or something. Vinyl's right. actually outsold vinyl. Vinyl's right. red hot, and that's like why Trudeau's fucking like marking it up. I just saw that recently. That made me fucking sick. Like one of the guys that's in the video, uh, Alan Amsterdam, the guy on GA, he's wearing that shirt, uh, uh, Stop, Stop Glorifying Rats. He sent me a, he sent me, he's a really good guy. He sent me a, uh, a legal, he sent me like a YouTube thing where in Canada, they're marking up vinyl like hugely. Really? Yeah. Well, for any reason? Is it, the ship, is it taxes or something? Because like I, I talk about, one of the things yeah. that it was hard for, for, for an artist. And the other challenge is, especially at your level, is A, right now it's the gas, taxes, and then rental because everything's either like buses and stuff have gone way through, double prices, rental yeah. equipment has gone up. You leave the country, you're paying taxes. Yeah. You have people coming in the country paying taxes. You're getting taxed the club, and then the clubs are taking like what, thirty percent now. They're trying to take thirty percent of the merch from the clubs. I'm so it's, it's, it's knocking the profit down even more. Right. You know. Yeah. On top of that, <laughs> on top of that, you had, uh, you know, when Forever Gone came out, like uh, right at the beginning of the, blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> I was that record was going to be Forever Gone because you know, but Todd called me because right at that very minute, also. A master, a major mastering plant burned down in the U.S. There's only like a couple of them. So basically, everybody that I know in the U.S. gets their their vinyl pressed in either the Czech Republic or a former Eastern Bloc country like Poland or, or Czech Republic. That's what happens. I mean, all for a long time. I mean, for as long as I can remember, like even back in the Spear Caravan days, you know, Discord and Jolada getting their records pressed by um i can't remember the name of the company a polish company i think or check company i mean that's what's going on but you that's the that's getting that's like the actual you know molten vinyl with the tubes if you've ever been in one of those places it's pretty insane i mean it's like a chemistry lab with the tubes and the hot vinyl and shit but the press the mastering is what's really the most crucial part of that and that's when you actually burn the sound onto a metal mother and then the metal mother is then used as the master that's hard. That's tricky shit. I mean, and that shit's like gotten more and more high tech. But the place that did that, one of the two places that did that burned down now, uh, a couple of years ago. So it's even harder now is all I'm saying. It's harder now than it ever was and takes longer. Like, you can't watch your music either. And if it's in another country, it's hard. That's why leaks can come out too. It's very hard enough to manage your own, yeah. your own stuff. I mean, these, companies, these companies are not like, you know, a bunch of stoners. That place records. These are like, you know, folks that have been doing it for, you know, well, it's not so much them. It's when you start shipping stuff. Once it leaves their hands, once it leaves well, that building, we, we get we get test pressings. I mean, I get test pressings, and, and then the test pressings are cool because the test. If you have a bunch of test pressings, like you know, all the shoot test pressing, I'm like, okay, uh, it's a little bass heavy, you know. Hmm. And then because you have to mix different vinyl than you do any any other digital realm, because if you because on vinyl you have grooves, you know, and if you try to cram too much low end into like the grooves you lose fidelity so if i try to put as much low end on the vinyl as i am on my uh on my uh disc it's gonna it, the way it, it cancels out and it'll sound thin so that's a whole separate process mixing for vinyl you know but i'm saying is so we get test pressing we listen to them you know and then the test presses themselves become cool items to sell you know yeah they're definitely for the fans yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing about it is, though, I was getting ready to make a point about all this. Oh, yeah. 
But okay, so we've already submitted our the Obsessed Beauty record. It's mastered sequence. It's done. We gave it to the label, and it could have been out around Christmas, but we don't want to do that during the rest. So it's going to come out February. So you got to figure that's a pretty the artwork's done. Everything's done. Artwork usually is last, but everything is done. So you got to figure it's not the label's fault. This is the whole process that they have to go through. Where it's like, how many months is that? It's like between now and then. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's really it was like, like, it's like three or six lead lead time I know for albums like, and then like nowadays right. it's like a, 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 next year you gotta plan ahead right. so right. we're dying for that record to come out man because it's done you know it's you, like you guys have been playing some of the new songs on the road too. right but we can't play the you know we can't play all of them. the songs we really want to play because we you don't want to reveal it you know what I mean if you want it to make a splash alright so the documentary is available on DVD on wino-art.com along mm -hmm. with some artwork and merchandise that we'll be updating Yeah. Um, and then to watch it online it's bit.ly slash newtermsproductions and if you super want easy watch, people I did it myself super easy and if you want to watch more Wolfman's there too that's right so easy <laughs> even, even a monkey could do it yeah <laughs> Um, and then the only other thing is we've been uh, building out new-terms.com, which has a little bit of everything on there, including up-to-date obsessed tour dates with ticket links. And the dates start, actually, you can tell people, I actually pulled them up over here. Germany, is it September 28th? Am I, is that yeah. accurate? Okay. And then we'll be at a festival September 29th, Wino's birthday. Oh. And you guys are touring all the way up until October 22nd, is that right? Yeah, we'll be back in Europe for a month, and a lot of it is with I Hate God. Yep. And oh, uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Little plug. Yeah, and awesome. We they've been longtime friends, and I'm a big fan of theirs. Yeah, we're kicked ass, and we'll be back out there. And I get to watch the Obsessed play every night, so living the dream. <laughs> That's right. It's very cool. Good. Last thing is you. What are the? Did you have stuff out? Other other uh, projects you've worked on? Uh, video. So, like I was saying, for the past few years, Wino and I have been making a ton of content because we've been doing patreon.com slash the obsessed. But what I'm yeah. going to slowly do is migrate that content onto our YouTube channel because we also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to be releasing that because that's been my primary focus aside from like all the Wolfman stuff. We've been doing like a gear show called Wino Days, a little bit of Dog Days. Uh, we made a little cooking show. This is all like, you know, more video than film. Um what else is on there uh you know like tuesday night shreds we've just made all these little segments that we'll be releasing for free on youtube um i've made a couple other shorts in the past but mostly i've worked as a writer mm -hmm. so the next project is gonna kick ass so i'll let you know when the next one's up and coming i'd I love to support it I'll, I'll be there to promote it oh yeah it's been awesome i'm glad i could get you on we could talk you did a fantastic job should be totally cool. proud of yourself. It's really I'm glad you enjoyed it. I I love to hear that. That's really cool. It was for me, it was like a total labor of love. I loved making it. And you know, I put my heart and soul in it because I really believe in the subject matter, you know, and like that music really means a lot. So it it does, but but as a as a editing is when it spends more time than he should editing the yeah. minutia, I can really appreciate the time and the footage you went through. Just watch that and then knowing like what's out there on YouTube and then like what's here and then what you got from him and all the topics to cover. I'm like, I wouldn't even know where to start. I'd be like, <gasps> like it's just. The other thing that happened recently was I um, created the full and accurate English subtitles. Mm -hmm. So now oh, wow. if you watch it um, 
on the Gumroad site, the bit.ly slash New Terms Productions, there's a closed captioning button that has the actual real subtitle. So it's everything. Cause there's a lot of music in there too. So like yeah. can, there's reasons why certain songs were in certain segments. And it's a lot of the time has to do with the lyrics there. Um, and sometimes like, even when I was doing it, I was like, wait, you didn't say that. Like I learned a few lines that I had actually gotten wrong, but um, now it's all in there, including lyrics to the songs and what wine is actually saying. Cause not everyone speaks uh Wunjo, as he calls it. <laughs> I'll, have to go, I'll have to go back and watch it again. Just for that now. Yeah, so they're there. And then actually we have two screenings coming up. There's one in London, England, I think September 28th. And then I think it's October 1st or 2nd in Athens, Greece, we'll be screening the doc. Very cool. That's really good.